0: we go no tea today just perrier hello world welcome back to the flores and friends podcast it's a special mini episode we are reviewing and reacting to star wars episode 9 the Rise of Skywalker, I wouldn't dare talk Star Wars on this pod without being joined by my trusty co-pilot and my hetero life mate, Benjamin Alexander Casson. And you will notice he is not over the phone, live and in person, Ben Casson, how are you doing today? I'm pretty good, pretty good. I'm currently in Baton Rouge, Louisiana visiting family for the holidays. Ben and I went to go see Rise of Skywalker, we just got back, uh, We both. this is both our second time. Um, saw it at Cinemark. Very nice, very nice. I think the Mall of Louisiana is better, but apparently that sh- place has gone to hell. Yep. But that's neither here nor there. Good plug. So we're here to talk about it. If you hadn't caught our part, the, our most recent episode, or episodes, there, it was a two-parter, Ben and I went through all ten films at the time. The prequels, the originals, and the two anthology films, and the sequel trilogies. We we went through each one of those. It was a romp. It was a good time. We We, we, we laughed, we cried, we grew as people since we did that we're gonna we're gonna do this and we're also when the mandalorian wraps up this friday uh sometime uh you know maybe in the new year i guess we'll review we'll give our thoughts about the mandalorian but today we're talking about episode nine the rise of skywalker so this if you have not seen this movie well you know what let's do our let's give our opinions non-spoilery non-spoilery and then we'll go to spoilers okay so, Rise of Skywalker, Benjamin, how did you feel? Non-spoilers.
1: Uh, I am pretty ambivalent toward this movie. Uh,
0: you, you were pretty passionate initially.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I still, I still don't think that I like it. Um, I don't hate it, but I don't particularly like it
0: has Ben, Ben's not aware of this cuz he swore me from he sw- he he made me swear not to call him or text him before he saw it later in the evening on when, on Thursday. I saw it much earlier than him and so he told me don't don't call me, don't text me. So uh he was not aware of this but Morgan, friend of the pod, Ben's girlfriend and mother of his child. Uh she can confirm this. I love that film. I I love the Rise of Skywalker. It is not a perfect film. It has got some very glaring flaws that after the second viewing, not so bad, except for two huge ones at the end, which we will discuss. They're, they're close to like how much anyone listening, how, if you listen to the, the film by film episodes we did, they're close to how much I hated Poe Dameron in The Last Jedi. Uh, they're, they're, they're up there with that. But I love this film. I was worried after the second time. You kind of thought that if I saw it a second time, my love would diminish. It has not. It is pretty much consistent. Like, I thought the flaws would be more apparent, and they are. And there's some things. We saw this today on a Monday. We, it's, so it's been, what, three days? I've, I've gotten to think about some of the, uh, some of the goings on in this film. And I gotta be honest. Yeah. This film's got a lot of dumb in it. It's got some bad writing. It's got some flaws, but I love it. I love it despite the fact. So, uh, I'll, I'll say this, man. Like, honestly, I kind of want to – maybe this is a bridge too far and I'm not trying to call you out, Benjamin, or anyone who had problems with this film because like I told you, I understand why someone would hate this film like or hate it or dislike it or be ambivalent towards it because it, it – well, we'll get into why. But uh, I feel – I got the feeling that this film felt like Star Wars for me. I All I really want from Star Wars is – I want to enjoy, I want to see characters I enjoy, I enjoy, I want to experience time in this galaxy, which I love, and I ultimately want to have fun. And I, I can honestly say, no matter what, no matter how stupid some of the parts of this film were, I had fun both times I saw this. So. I mean, what, what, do you, what do you go into a Star Wars film looking? We didn't really answer this question on the main thing we talked when about. go into a Star Wars film looking? What do you expect like? from a Star Wars? Because I told people, I was like, if you don't like this film, I don't know if you like Star Wars. That might be a bridge too far. That is
1: a bridge too far because I saw this film. I still, I still feel this way. When I saw this movie on uh, Thursday night, uh, I left it and I was like, that didn't even feel like a Star Wars movie.
0: I, I completely <laughs> I completely disagree.
1: It was... And and it and it's because it just felt small. Like, everything was small in that movie. Like, they... Um, Which is weird, because they hop around a lot. And that's the problem. They hop around a lot, and they don't stick around anywhere for too long. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you do... Like, some of the best things about Star Wars that nobody ever really talks about, because it's just kind of, like, ingrained in how it all works, is the world building. Yeah. Um, and they... Failed miserably at world building in this movie. Even, I don't think this counts as a spoiler. Passana. I don't think Pasaana is a... The
0: desert planet. We'll call it the desert planet. Sure. Yeah.
1: So, um... Because there's
0: always got to be a desert planet in Star Yes, cool. of course. Except Empire. Empire does not have a desert planet, well, I don't think.
1: Well, do you want... We can have a discussion about how Hoth is a desert planet.
0: This is true. But we—that's a whole other <laughs> pop right there. Um, Stay tuned for that spinoff where we talk about the uh, geomorphology, the, the, ge- the geography, and geomorphology of each Star Wars planet.
1: <laughs> the place that they spend the most time—well, uh, there's two places where they spend a lot of time in this no. movie. There's um, there's the desert planet, yeah, and then there's the uh, the planet where the uh, final confrontation happens.
0: Yeah. And I would argue the the I don't know what did they ever say what planet the, the rebels or the resistance is no. on, the green leafy planet? I don't think so. But that that's also But that's just like home base. Like that's just there's just like talking on that. Like yeah. And Bray has her You see this in the trailers. Like anything you see in the trailers we'll talk about right now. But like you see like like, race training a little bit in the trailers. In that planet, they spend a lot of time on, but they don't really do anything on there. That could have yeah. been any planet.
1: Right, yeah. yeah. Which is fine, because, I mean, that's what yeah. they did with uh, Yavin 4. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know... It
0: could have been Yavin 4. Who the hell knows? Yeah, they
1: don't, I, don't, I don't think they say. Let me... And they, keep and, talking. I'll and see they didn't, And they uh, And they didn't do that for the, uh, the Ilenium system, either. It was just, like, that's where the stuff was. Yeah. Which was fine. But <laughs> when you, like... I don't know, like, when you go somewhere in Star
0: Wars... Yeah, they don't say on Wikipedia. Um, Wikipedia probably has something, but it doesn't matter.
1: When you go somewhere on Star Wars, you know, they kind of spend some time kind of showing you what's going on, Mm -hmm. Um, and in this movie, it was just like... Snippets. Yeah, they were just bouncing around way too much, and they... I feel like they concentrated on the wrong things when they were in those places.
0: I will, yeah, like I said, this fl- film definitely has flaws, and I think that the, I think, so we're going to talk about, I'll just talk, I don't think this is spoiler, let's talk about the production history of this film, so, because I had to explain this to Morgan, because she was not familiar with it, uh, if you notice on there, like, for instance, if you go to the Wikipedia page, so J.J. J. Abrams returned to direct, and that's partially because of what I'm about to say, the screenplay was done by J.J. J. Abrams and Chris Terrio, who wrote Argo, he also unfortunately wrote Batman vs. Superman, he wrote Justice League, so we're we're not even going to worry about those. Uh, But if you notice the credit, there's a story by credit to J.J. Abrams, Chris Terrio, the screenwriters, but also Derek Connolly and Colin Trevorrow. So basically what happened was when this new trilogy was launched, it was decided that J.J. Abrams was going to direct the first film, The Force Awakens, with a script by Michael Arndt, who wrote Toy Story 3. They didn't like Michael Arndt's script, so they toss it out. And that's when Lawrence Kasdan came in. For the better, I think. I, nothing against Michael Arndt. he still got credit for that screenplay or story. I can't remember off the top of my head. But Lawrence Kasdan, he, as we talked about on our film-by-film film episodes, he's one of the significant figures in the history of Star mm. Wars. Uh, I would argue he's a better writer than George Lucas, but that's who—that's a hot take. I'm sorry. Ooh. Ooh, I know. Uh, so basically then what happened was J.J. was going to direct this Episode 7, Ryan Johnson, friend of the show, big fans of Ryan Johnson. Go see Knives Out. It was awesome. And Brick is a great film as well. Not too keen on Looper. I've never seen it. Not so much. Okay. So he was going to write and direct episode 8, which he did. And he was going to write or at least give the story for episode 9. So this is when the tinfoil hat comes out. So basically what happens is he writes he – does, he does his episode 8. J.J. did his episode 7. Ryan Johnson did did episode 8. And then some fuckery started happening because rumors – again, this is all rumors. Lucasfilm and Disney are never going to probably divulge this. Like, no. There's NDAs involved and there's just general, you know, courtesy. It is speculated that because of the negative, unfair – like we both agreed – unfair, unwarranted negative reaction that fans had to The Last Jedi, there needed to be some major rewrites – with ryan johnson's story for episode nine which you can't see this but ben just rolled his eyes so then i guess colin trevaro and Derek Connolly had to do rewrites and i heard that what they were bringing back mind you they only had like three or two years to do this because like the last jedi came out december 2017 this just came out december 2019 that is a very tight for instance every one of the original films and all the prequels came out three years after each other, so they were doing it on like two thirds of the time. So that's a tight, that's a very tight window to do Star Wars films because they're very expensive, they're big, big budget films. So it's it takes a lot of effort and investment to make these films. So the rumor is that the way they were com- what they were coming back with with their rewrites was not up to snuff. And in the in the meantime, Colin Trevorrow, who also directed Jurassic World, which is kind of why he got Episode Nine because he he showed he could. Although I don't. Really care about that film. I never saw it because <laughs> I've seen Jurassic Park a few times. I don't need to see it again. Um, apparently, he he got enough credit for that and he got enough praise for that that Lucasfilm hired him to do Episode Nine. In the meantime, when he was prepping his Episode Nine, uh he had a film come out called The Book of Henry, which apparently is fuck awful. Like it is a terrible fucking film, and so. It's speculated that compounded with the lack of success in that film and the rewrites that he was doing with, I guess, Mr. Connolly, they decided to fire Colin Trevorrow. And all this happened, like, early, early 2018. So, what happens then is, what do they do? It is also speculated that that's when they, like, okay, we need to, like, rewrite, heavy rewrite, start from scratch and everything. So, they brought JJ in. Originally, Episode 9 was supposed to come out in May of 2019, but it got pushed to December, which it always should have been. Like, for instance, Solo came out in May 2018, which was a huge mistake. It should have came out in Christmas because we need time to breathe between Star Wars films. Like You can't just have another Star Wars film come out six months after a Star Wars film. That's not very smart So in hindsight. So then J.J. basically had to rewrite the entire script. All that to say, what I generally think happened here, Benjamin, is they were like, we don't have time to necessarily edit and do multiple drafts of this film. So let's just fit everything we can into this film and hopefully majority of it lands. And I'm of the opinion that was successful. You disagree.
1: Yes, I disagree. Things land. More doesn't land than does land for me. Um, which
0: is which is very weird because we agree on a lot of things, but it's weird how we can view the same thing with very different opinions. Yeah, there's just
1: there's, there's a lot of stuff like... And I love Star Wars. I'm okay with a little bit of suspension of disbelief. Yeah, you kind of have to. Yeah, but it is just, you know, like there's there's a guy in the in in Lucasfilm, Disney, whatever, and his job. He's in the credits somewhere. I don't I don't know. I didn't I didn't stay to watch the credits. Yeah, but there is somebody, and they get the credit, uh, like keeper of the holocron. Yeah. And their job is to be the Star Wars historian. The Star Wars super, super nerd that goes back and is like... Yeah, he hey. has like
0: spreadsheets and shit. Yeah.
1: yeah. And is like, hey, this doesn't fit in with canon that's already been
0: established.
1: Yeah. And I feel like <laughs> feel like they just like shut him out of the editing we room. We don't have time for this.
0: <laughs> we don't have time for your bullshit, all right? We're on a deadline. <laughs> we don't have time for this. Yeah, dude. I, see, my, my thing was... This movie's not perfect. It's flawed. You will not hear me in the coming converse spoiler conversation that we're getting to. You will not hear me rebut. I would offer different perspectives or different point of views, but the, I can't change some huge flaws in this film. But I would argue, as we established in our pods, part one and part two, like outside of A New Hope and Empire, all of them are flawed. All of them are flawed. More so than others. So I am willing to – and this is where might be where my bias comes in because I love this thing, <coughs> love this franchise to a fault it appears. I'm willing to give an a gracious amount of slack and forgiveness to just like – as long as I have fun, as long as I enjoy the characters, as long as the acting is good, the direction is good, which I think were good in this film. The performance is safe. I think the performances are probably the best part of this film because I'm generally convinced by everybody. I like all the actors. No one stands out. Like Poe Dameron does not suck in this movie. I think J.J.'s direction is really good. I think that I like the kinetic pace because I like the action because I would rather it be overwhelming than underwhelming like Attack of the Clones or Phantom Menace. Like I'm, I I like the action. It is it is a breakneck pace. Like it's really like they don't dwell anywhere for very long and that's lamentable but forgivable. Forgivable for me. So I loved it. I still love it. I'm looking forward to how I will feel when I have all three of the sequel films. I'll probably watch, they'll spend a the day watching all three back to back and I'll be like, wait a minute, none of this makes any goddamn sense because it doesn't make sense. Like, I think we can agree the playbook was changed multiple times, multiple times, which is a shame.
1: But, so, but that's the funny part because like you can follow the threads yeah, from The Force Awakens to The Last Jedi. Yeah. And then somebody, and then it's like somebody just like went through with like a machete and chopped all the threads off and then was like, Oh fuck! I gotta retie these. Fuck, fuck, fuck! And then got them all twisted up. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> I honestly feel like they were like, "All right, Ryan Johnson, you've seen what JJ and Lawrence Kasdan set up. We'll just let you go. Let do whatever you want." I really think he decided to do whatever the fuck he wanted. And honestly, I don't think JJ will ever say this, or anybody will say this. But yeah, dude, you kind of undermined a lot of shit that happened. And but we feel it was for the better. But they definitely did a lot of undermining of a lot of shit that happens in Force Awakens. But then, so, they decided to course correct and undermined a bunch of, like, complete, almost completely discarded or reversed everything in The Last Jedi. It just shows that it wasn't, as bad as the prequel trilogies are, and as great as the original trilogies are, there's one person's story, there's one master storyteller here, George Lucas. Like, obviously things were tweaked. In the original trilogy, as we discussed, like, you know, Han and Leia weren't always probably going to get together. Luke and Leia weren't probably always going to be brother and sister. Vader wasn't necessarily always going to be Luke's father. It doesn't matter. But overall, the stories about Anakin, the stories about Anakin, and you could say the same about the sequel trilogy. So the benefit they have is that George Lucas is the overseer. I don't think they had an overseer in that. I don't think Kathleen Kennedy is the overseer of this sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. I guess they wanted it to be JJ, but they also. They also wanted it on a tight two year every two years like that's not enough time. You need 3 years, you need 6 years instead of 4. It's like Yeah. Maybe if they had like had the story in place mm-hmm. at the
1: beginning, then they could roll them out every two years because you have everything set up and you know where you're going. I mean, going. that's what
0: Marvel does. That's yeah. what Kevin Feige does. Yeah. That's what this film this I I think in hindsight, I think that's what this series needed is an overseer, a master mm-hmm. storyteller like George Lucas or what Marvel has. But yeah. unfortunately, not the case. So, I don't have anything else to say. You want to get into spoilers? Yeah. Alright, let's sure. talk spoilers. Okay, spoiler alert. If you have not seen this film yet, fucking switch off and come back. Okay, so, I love this film. Ugh, oh, but Benjamin. I was telling Benjamin outside the, sec- outside the theater the second time, like, while we were leaving. I was like, they could- they- this film could have been up there. This film could have legitimately been one of the best ones. Yet. You could have been a contender. You could have been a contender. You could have been something. But they just had to fucking ruin it the like the last 10 minutes. So what do you, what do you, what spoilery comments do you have, Ben? Um, there's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot. I don't know. I think it
1: all just gets back to that this film was just like, it just felt like they took, like, they took the script that, that they had, like, that they were doing rewrites of and they like, they ripped out the pages they didn't like and balled them up and threw them on the floor. And then they were like, "Oh Fuck. We don't have to write time to write this. And then they picked up the discarded bits and were like, oh, shit. And then picked them all up, flattened them out. Yeah. And then, like, stapled them together in whatever order they picked them up in. Yeah. Like, and there's... Because there's... And then there's just so much stuff that, like, contradicts stuff. And there's stuff that contradicts stuff that J.J. put in his own damn movie. Yeah. And I'm just like, what, what, what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? Like, the whole... So so Rey's a Palpatine. Okay. Dumb.
0: Really dumb. Pointless. But. One of the best things about Rey was the fact that she was a nobody. Yeah. And it just goes to show you can, an, even a nobody can become somebody in this universe. Mm-hmm. Like Han Solo did. Mm-hmm. Started out as a smuggler, became a war, war hero. Went back to smuggling, but, you know, whatever. Uh, and as we know, Han, according to Solo, is not really anybody. I mean, Solo's not even his real name, so, like. He became somebody. Why couldn't Ray become somebody? Finn is a nobody. Finn became a general. He's made a general in this film. Why? Did Ray, why? Why? Why did you feel the need? It, lack of ideas. I don't know. I guess they I would know. just... They, okay, so a big thing that this film didn't criticize for, it played it very safe. Because a lot of people, again, unwarranted in our opinions had a very, especially the fans, had a very negative reaction to The Last Jedi. And critics actually liked The Last Jedi, fans not so much. And now it's kind of inverse, like Mm -hmm. critics did not like this film. Mm -hmm. I was very worried about it. Critics did not like this film, and I can understand why. Because there's a a lot in this film and a lot of unused ideas in this film. That just don't make any sense. I
1: mean, but that's like the J.J. Abrams special, which is why it's hilarious. They brought him in to close off a trilogy, close off not a trilogy, a a a a the the Skywalker analogy, yeah, whatever the right word is. But anyway, because all J.J. likes to do is say, "Ooh." Ooh, you don't know what this is. I know what this is, but you don't know what this is. Yeah. And then he leaves it open. And that's why Lost went on for like a thousand years. Hey, man,
0: look. He was only involved in the first season, and his name was attached to the rest of the season. That was more Carlton Hughes and Damon Lindelof, okay? Damon Lindelof, who saved his ass with fucking Watchmen. So never write off anybody. But look, (laughs) I don't think JJ was particularly happy with the way Lost went either. But he kept collecting. He kept taking the money. So he was like, yeah, I'll keep my name on this. Let's let's go through some things. I really really loved the amount of action in this film. I it's kind of broad. Like there's there's specific things I hated, but a lot of stuff that I loved was very broad. Like again, it felt like a Star Wars film to me. The the lightsaber battles, I loved the lightsaber battles. I loved I loved Finn in this, although that that bugged me. Like I can't like I it's kind of hard to talk about all the things I loved about this film cuz it's like I just felt like I, I was like in it and I was invested in it. I really like liked the fact that you had the gang together. Like this is the first series episode. I think this is the first, at least of the prequel, at least of the sequel movies where we have Ray, Finn and Poe, our three mains together and Kylo's not far behind. So you have involvement. Yeah. But then they're only together for like a fourth of the movie. Yeah. They only are on, uh, what's the, Posada? Whatever. They're on Posada. Yeah.
1: And then they're together, and then they're there on uh, yeah. Kajimi. yeah, and and on whatever w- the other moon of yeah. or whatever. And and that's another thing talking about not staying in a place t- for long and it feeling rushed and everything. Yeah, that's I'm talking about like thirty, maybe forty minutes, and yeah. we've gone to three worlds. Yeah, Ben
0: Ben leaned over to me the second time. He goes this entire film takes place in a window of 16 hours. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess it does. Yeah. That's like not that long. Yeah. Like, that's like... Anyway, so it's not even a full day. Like, all the shit that happens, the final battle for like the entire galaxy takes place in like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the thing. So, like... <laughs>
1: so... So so the movie starts... And and, and, and I'll start with this, because this was... Oh, yeah. I think this kind of set up for me, this was my the... disappointment. The movie starts... The crawl comes on. Yeah. They play the, the fanfare, and then the crawl. And the first line of the crawl is, The dead speak!
0: And I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, for anyone... So that was a big... That was a first step where you were like, Oh, oh, okay. Alright. I had been tipped off that something major happened in the literally the first paragraph of the opening crawl. So I was like, oh shit, oh shit, what is about to happen? And then like, Palpatine's back. I was like, okay, well I knew Palpatine was coming back. But that where where the fuck like that was a big issue with this like so many things about Palpatine so many his motivations his survival where he's been for the past 30 plus years like or 20 it was 30 years after was it 20 years after it was, I think it was 30 years in between Return of the Jedi and Force yeah. Awakens somewhere around there Where the fuck has he been? Okay, he's been on Exegol for a while. Is he dead? Like, literally, when we first see his lair, there's, like, Snokes in a a jar. You know, you're at the grocery store. You're like, don't forget the ketchup. Don't forget the rice. We need the brown rice. We're almost out. Oh, honey, down at the end of that aisle, Snokes in a jar right there. So, that was weird. Uh, Apparently, he's got helpers and people around him. Who the fuck are these people? Uh, And so, we were... And he just shows up and he's like, okay, where's he been? He's like half machine, but he's still alive. And he says he's died before. Okay. Did he die at the end of Return of the Jedi or has he died in between? Like, wh- okay, whatever. All right, sure. And then like, he wants to kill Ray, but not kill Ray because he's like, no, it's always my plan. I wanted you to live. It's like, wait, what? And then the whole, if you strike me down in anger, I'll transfer my essence into you. And, but like, once they're together, he sucks the life out of, he sucks something out of them, their dyad, or whatever, and then he's revived. Like, okay, so if you, if you could have done that the entire time, why didn't you? And then, my biggest thing with Palpatine was, he was like, if you kill me, Ray, I'll transfer my essence into you. But when he dies, his essence does not transfer anything. Yeah, ever. he
1: just explodes the whole planet.
0: Which I had to... I, again, there's all we can do is speculate and project here and maybe it'll come out later what their what thinking was behind everything. Apparently, their thinking behind Finn never saying what he wanted to say to Rey was that he was a force-sensitive user, a force-sensitive being, instead of he loved her because that makes all the sense in the goddamn world. Uh, so I think that when she decided to kill Palpatine, when she killed Palpatine with the lightsabers, I think that if she had struck him down before that, would have killed his physical form and not his essence. But I think with the power of the Jedi inside of her and the two lightsabers, I think it killed his physical and metaphysical being. But who the fuck knows? Who knows? Nothing. Ma- and again, this is Star Wars. We don't want it spilled out. We don't want everything spelled out. We don't want every last detail accounted for, like, fucking midichlorians. But come on, guys. That's terrible writing right there. Yeah. That's just terrible writing. Just bad writing. And there's a lot of exposition, revelation through exposition, like... Ray, you're a palpatine, uh Snoke was a puppet of mine. There was a bunch of shit that's just like this is this is not good writing. this yeah. is really poor writing, yeah, I've been doing a lot of talking. What else do you have to say, Benjamin?
1: Oh, man
0: do you want to talk about the two biggies at the end, or do you want to get lead up to that?
1: Yeah, let's lead up to that, okay, um. Yeah, let's see other issues that I had with this. Okay, movie.
0: the Chewbacca thing. What do you think about the Chewbacca thing?
1: Which Chewbacca thing? Oh, the the death fake out. Thing? The fake out death. That it was dumb, and it just goes back to what we were talking about with this movie being toothless. Like they don't yeah. commit to anything. Like yeah. When you see it, and you're like, "Oh shit, Chewie's dead."
0: That I, was, that was a very powerful that was moment. Metal.
1: I was like, "What?" But but then also, but then at the same time, mm-hmm. I was like. It took me it took me out of the movie because I was like, I know they didn't just kill Chewie. Like I knew they I already. thought they did. I was like I I was watching it and I was like, Oh, he's not dead. Mm. That would be that would be dumb. And and then it would have been a surprise if he had actually turned out to be dead. I'd have been like, Oh shit, wow. Like if there was like a kind of a confirmation thing yeah. that he was actually dead, I would have been like, Oh yeah. shit. because, yeah, I
0: mean he's a major character he's he's not one of the main characters, but he's a major character in this yeah. whole entire film series.
1: Yeah. Uh, but then, but then they, they don't, they don't even give you like five minutes. Uh, they don't even give you like five minutes of, of this kind of belief that he's gone. Like they have to reassure the audience that he's, that he's fine because the audience is like, oh no, Chewie. And, and so it's just not effective and it's just kind of a waste of time. And then, uh, and then you also have the whole thing with 3PO. Yeah. Um, and they couldn't, they couldn't even double down, on uh doing away with the, one of the with the character with one of the characters that had become one of the most annoying parts of the series.
0: I it really it kind of undermines that moment because C-3PO has a great line. I really loved when Ray was like gave him agency was like you know the odds better than anyone C-3PO. I mean he's always whining about odds and shit like that and it was a nice payoff to be like all right, you know the odds of this Do we have a choice? And he goes – and he basically says, no, you don't. And he's taking one last look at his friends. That's a great moment. That's a great moment. And I honestly, in looking back – so I was told – I heard recently that George Lucas' original thinking was the reason why you have – I don't know if he thought of this initially or he developed this over time. The reason why uh, R2 is in every film of the episodic films and Rogue One is because basically it's like R2's the one telling the story. He's the one account- collecting all the information and telling the story like, to us, right? Basically, if you want to use that as a storytelling device. And I thought that would have been a brilliant way of saying, like, his memory's gone. And he's like, so R2, what the fuck has happened? And then R2 tells basically the entire Skywalker solo. It's basically the entire movie franchise, the entire storytelling is R2 telling C-3PO all the shit that happened. That C-3PO no longer remembers. I thought that would have been brilliant. But nope. They just decide to reverse that shit like 20 minutes later. It's yep. like, ugh, you kind of just undermined a whole bunch of shit. And Chewie's death, like, that affects Rey. And she thinks she killed him. Nope, he's alive.
1: And I had another issue with that too. Okay. In like, because they kind of implied that Force Lightning is just a Palpatine thing.
0: Yeah. Or I guess they were kind of leaning that it was more of a Sith Thing, even though Kylo never uses it I, I don't know but uh yeah but in second watch I did notice that there was a second transport I, I first time I saw it I only thought there was the one so that's why I thought he was dead but in watching it the second time it was a bunch of things I picked up on this time that I was like oh, okay that kind of makes sense you, you you see two transports but you don't see you see him get on one but you don't see which one takes off so that's why I was like okay that kind of makes a little bit more sense but if you wanted to have if this, if you wanted this film to have weight, and if you wanted this film to have, you know, like, just effect, you, you probably should have killed Chewie, which is fucked up because I didn't want Chewie to die. Because like I was telling you, when Chewie gets when Chewie gets the medal at the end, I loved that.
1: I loved that. Dude, I fucking hate that because because this fucking movie is just fan service. The movie. I'm a fan. Yeah, I'm a fan too, but I don't want I don't want them to be like here you go. Ladies this and gentlemen, this is what
0: you wanted. Ladies and gentlemen, this is this conversation is a microcosm. <laughs> if I'm so bold as to say, it is a microcosm of the larger the larger star wars community with like star wars fan being like man i thought that was awesome man i thought that was dumb and it's like that's that's all that that's all we are as, as a community it's just like i thought that was really cool i think that was a good fan service that fan service was stupid but i loved it and when leia dies and chewy like they they tell pin uh finn and poe And Chewie's, like, told. And he gets on the ground. He's, like, mourning the death of Leia. Because, like, now Han, Leia, and Luke are dead. And it's just him of the original group. And he has a moment. And I'm, like, that really resonated with me. I really love that scene. So.
1: That scene didn't work for me because Leia being in the movie didn't work for me.
0: I gave that a lot of slack, again, as well. Because, like, they only had so much they could use of
1: Carrie Fisher. I Yeah, and I'm with you. But it really, I feel like it suffered because they were, they felt obligated to use her in the movie. Yeah. Um, and they literally had to, they had to write scenes around existing dialogue.
0: Yeah. It, you definitely got that impression. Yeah.
1: And, and like, some of
0: it was very forced, no pun intended. Yes. Very, especially yes. the Snap Wexley. Oh. Yeah. Uh, ugh.
1: Yeah. And all of the, all of the obvious body double yeah. things. It yeah. Was, it was just, I was just like, oh, man, come on. Because it's it's not like, like, and I have a lot of love for Carrie Fisher and a lot of love for Leia, but it's not like she was actually useful in this film. Not really. She didn't do anything.
0: She did something, but we don't really know the effects of what that something, when and she then, like, yeah. And then,
1: if she, like, let's just say that she, they did this movie with her having died at, like, before the movie started. Or yeah. at the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. She's a force ghost, because, like, everybody can do that now. Apparently. apparently. And force ghosts can, like, come hang out whenever they feel like it. Yeah. So you could do the same thing without having to shoehorn her, like, previous... Shoehorn her four-year-old performances in there.
0: Yeah. It's, it's troubling. But again, I don't think that's... a I, I, again, I think that was, I gave that slack because I don't think that's a problem with writing. I think that's a problem with options. Like, I don't think that it's like.
1: <sighs> but it's also a problem with writing.
0: <laughs> See, again, and this is my larger thing with this film. It doesn't exist in a vacuum. I'm taking account the context around it. I'm taking account the circumstances around it. So I also feel like that might be clouding my judgment and part of my bias it's like, well, you know, they didn't really have, you know, they didn't have the options. I mean, they have almost an unlimited amount of money, but they really, but really they didn't have a lot of time and really they really boxed themselves into this situation. But you got to understand, man, it's hard. It is hard to make a Star Wars film. Like, I think we established that in our previous episodes, like, it is very hard to make a Star Wars film. And I just don't know. Again, I'm not calling you out. I love you. But I just don't know what. Yeah, you guess you want better writing, but like again, we're getting to the two parts that we hate—that uh, I hate—that uh, Benjamin hates. But like, I don't know what else you want from a Star Wars film. It gave me action, it gave me emotion, gave me fun, gave me lightsaber battles, it gave me the Force, it gave me new Force abilities, it gave me a final showdown. I thought it was brilliantly like the cinematography was great in this film. I felt like. We didn't get to dwell, we didn't get to spend a lot of time on these planets, but at the time we did, I loved each and every one of them because I was like, you know what? That's the beauty of these films, the, this of this franchise, there's going to be spin-off material, there's going to be, you know, comic books, games, all the stuff that when we were more of these planets on our own time. Who knows? It'd be very interesting to do it. It would be a waste if they didn't, but knowing Star Wars they're going to. Mm-hmm. Uh so, yeah, I I I give this film so much slack because it's like I'm biased, obviously. I'm a hopeless fanboy. But also, the circumstances around it. That's one way of looking at it. Okay, let's talk about uh, Finn and Poe. I really loved Finn in this. And I really love that he is a Force-sensitive being. I like that they kind of introduced that the reason why he resisted the First Order in The Force Awakens was because the Force kind of awoke awoken inside of him. And it did with Naomi Aki's character. Still can't remember her name. Uh, and the group of other kids that... Threw down the arms to shoot innocent people. I love that Finn is now a Force user. I really wish they would have explored that more. We get a little bit of it. And again, JJ says that... So in the film, Finn, before they're about to... He thinks they're going to die. He's like, Ray, I never told you. And then he goes into quicksand, basically. And like she asks him, Poe asks him, What were you going to say? He's like... Uh, Don't worry about it. We'll talk about it later. And apparently, according to JJ said in an interview, maybe he was joking, maybe he wasn't, I don't know, said that what he wanted to tell Ray, it is inferred that he's like, I love you. But according to JJ, the writer and the director of this film, he just wanted to tell her that he was a force-sensitive being. That's dumb. That is dumb. That is hella dumb. And I don't know... If they were going to
1: do that, I don't know why he didn't just have, like, a force phone call. Because that's what you can do in this yeah, movie, apparently.
0: That would have been a great de- device or mechanism, storytelling device, to do that. Like, she's, like, off-planet, and he's like, Ray, I'm with you. And she's like, how are you doing this? That's why I wanted to tell you. I'm a force-sensitive. I I'm, I'm can use the force. See, I think, I don't know how serious he was. He might change his tune on that one. Who knows? But I love Poe in this. I hated Poe in this last one, but I love Poe in this. I thought Oscar Isaac, because he's so goddamn charming, like, even when he's trying to hit on, like, Carrie Russell's character, I'm like, oh shucks, Poe. Look at you. <laughs> Look at you. And then we got introduced to, uh... Babu, Babu Frick. Babu Frick. Ben, apparently, who thinks is the star of this movie. <laughs> I mean,
1: Babu Frick is literally the best part of the whole movie.
0: There's a lot of people in this movie. There's a John Williams cameo I love. We yeah, there's back. a John
1: Williams cameo. There's... There's Wedge, the La- second best part of the movie. Three seconds of Wedge. Yep. Although he should have had his own X-Wing. You fuckers.
0: We had... Who else did we have? Apparently, the Ka- Mon Calamari that's in this film is uh, Akbar's son. I heard that somewhere. Oh, uh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, who else shows up? A- Lando. Let's talk about Lando. I loved him in this, although we there's, there's an issue we have to address with Lando. So what did you think about Billy Dee coming back?
1: Well, I love Billy D and I love Lando, but he was useless in this movie. He was
0: very much he 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 was here for a little bit, but he was gone for a lot of it, and then he comes back. He does give a good pep talk to to Poe, though. Yes, he's like he we does. had each other. It was nice. I liked it. And when when he finds out that Leia's dead, he's like sad about that. So yes, so he's he was there for that. But okay, so the thing we wanted to talk about was at the end. I think her name's Jenna. I'm going to call her Jenna. Uh, That sounds right. Jero. I can't remember her name. So Naomi Aki's character, who was very good in The End of the Fucking World Season 2. If you haven't watched that, I encourage you to watch both seasons. But she was in this second season. I really liked her. And then I found out she was going to be in Star Wars. I'm like, awesome. Kind of underused in it. But, uh, okay. So... The, the rebel surprise surprise the good guys win uh i don't think that's a spoiler because i mean it's star wars the good guys always win ultimately uh, so she sits down with lando at the end of this and she's and he's like she goes Land, mr general calrissian where are you from and he's he says the gold system or something like that and he goes what about you kid and she's like i don't know and he looks to her at first <laughs> at first it came off very creepy Well, let's find out. I'm like, in my mind, I was like, is Lando trying to fuck this chick? I I know he's kind of like a sex, like the closest thing this galaxy has to a sex addict here. Or, you know, a a ladies man. But he's like 80-something. and She's probably our age in her late 20s. That's a pretty sizable gap. But I, 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 I read it as the first time, and the second time only confirmed it as a grandfatherly thing. What did you think? Kind of the same?
1: Um, no, I think I think it still kind of came off as Uncle Touchy.
0: Ugh. Again, that's something. I would have cut Chewbacca's fake death out. I would have cut C3PO, getting his memory back. would have cut that out. And I would have cut that out, that Lando bit. Like, don't even leave room for ambiguity. Just cut it out. Just get rid of it. It doesn't really add anything. Like... Oh
1: yeah. Speaking of things not really adding anything, also at the end in the celebration, um, oh, no. and it just and it just feels like oh no, it, and I, it it just feels like they were trying to be woke. Yes. Yeah. This uh, has gotten
0: a lot of lot of attention,
1: and it's and it's not because I am upset about a lesbian kiss because yeah. like sure go yeah it's fucking. a it's
0: a huge galaxy that's bound to have interspecies and homosexual relations yeah. like fuck it why yeah. They, yeah
1: but they they put that in there and i was just like
0: okay well,
1: i mean like why and then i mean why not also but
0: yeah who cares yeah, i don't know well I, again we're, we're totally in support of this but it's like if you're gonna do it make it a bigger thing like we said why don't finn and like and oscar isaac has said and i think john boyega probably would be down with this why didn't finn and poe become a couple
1: that would have been the most believable yeah. thing, like the most believable relationship to come out of this. Yeah. And I feel like this is a good turning point to talk about arguably the worst thing about well, this movie. There's
0: one thing I want to talk about before we get, Can it kind of ties into The Last Jedi. Rose Tico. Poor yeah. Kelly Tran. I hope she has a better career after this, but like, unfortunately, as everyone knows, she got so much shit that wasn't even... See, the I was really disappointed in our, our larger Star Wars fandom the way the la- the lashing that they gave poor Kelly Tran, Kelly Marie Tran, and she's there, she's in this. Rose Tico's technically in this, but as I was telling Benjamin on the way home, like sub her out for another character, make her make a brand new character, put a whole another actress in there, or switch it out with like Billy Lord's character. Nothing changes. She's completely forgettable in this. She has n- I was like, she needed a moment, though. She needed a hero moment or a heroine moment. They never gave it to her. Yeah, which is a damn shame.
1: Yeah, like they they wrote in new characters that had more to do yeah. than she did.
0: Like Carrie Russell's character has yeah. a bigger moment, and
1: Naomi Aki's character,
0: which which leads some people to believe I could buy into this that they are like lampshading, like. This isn't the last Jedi. We promise. We like we, they're like did whatever they could to undermine, downplay, or completely reverse everything oh, that yeah. happens they, in they, last they Jedi. They
1: definitely did that. I mean, the fucking basically the first thing that happens in that movie is one of well, I say one of the best. Like all of the things in the last Jedi were the best, but okay. <laughs> but one of the one of the one of the best parts in uh, the last Jedi is when Kylo gets. Uh, Goes up to see Snoke, mm-hmm. um, and he's like, Take that ridiculous thing off, and then he like smashes his, helmet. his ass or whatever, and then he gets on the elevator and fucking destroys his
0: helmet, which I really love. Yeah, was, although I love this helmet, I really do, I love his whole look, but yeah, that was a very powerful moment. Um, and then it's the fucking beginning of
1: this movie, and then he's like, Oh. I'm going to weld it back together. It's like it never happened. Very indicative of, yes. the, of the theme of this movie. Fucking thinly veiled as shit. Yeah, it was not... And and speaking of which, does that mean that, like, somebody, like, swept up those mask pieces? <laughs> then, what are like... we going to do
0: with this? <laughs> then... We could toss it out, I mean... And looks... then Kylo just apparently carries it around with him? Yeah, and <laughs> another thing that we pointed out, speaking of helmets... <laughs> I didn't catch this the first time, but I, th- I definitely caught it this time. So the way that Kylo and Rey, which we're about to get into, the way their dyad or relationship or force connection works, like they can physically bring things in the space around the other, even though they're distant distance apart. They can bring it into their, I, I'm, I don't know science words, but I'm, that's the best way I can describe it. Yank shit out of their space. Okay, I'm going to call it that. So he yanks the Darth Vader helmet that he has, a very, apparently a very precious thing for him, because he keeps it around because it's his tie to his grandfather. And then it 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 falls into Kajimi, and you don't hear Kylo go, "Yo, pick somebody, pick that up." And the next thing you know, like Kajimi gets destroyed. So does that mean that helmet is destroyed, or what's up with that? But it
1: also, and I mean, we were just talking about how this movie just like shits on everything the Last Jedi did. But Kylo's whole deal in the Last Jedi was. Kill the past. Yeah, right? let the past die. Let the past die. Kill it if you have to. Um, that was his whole deal in that movie. And so it doesn't make sense for him to still have that helmet.
0: Yeah. <sighs> All right, let's move on to the big ones. Uh, I think we were thinking about doing what we did on the last episodes with a favorite thing, least favorite thing. But I think we talked about enough of this. So let's wrap up with this. There's two big things we need to talk about. And I guess there are larger issues with Rey and Kylo and Palpatine. Um, so let's start with the kiss. I hated this. I hated this so much. I still hate it. So just a, re- re- a quick recount. So basically what happens is Rey goes to Exegol, which I loved Exegol, by the way. I loved Exegol. I thought it was dope as fuck. And I love, I just loved it. I love the aesthetic, I love the production design of it, even though most of it was probably c g i anyway so I love that so Ray goes to kill Palpatine because he killed his son and Ray's mom because that's you know their grandparent and grandchild so so he goes she goes to ex she she leaves a tracer for the rebels of the resistance to follow her she goes there to kill palpatine and he's like yes kill me so i can transfer my shit to you but ben solo shows up who's now Ben solo and no longer kylo because apparently he gets stabbed with a lightsaber you completely like are redeemed well we'll talk about that in a second but ben shows up they decide to take him on alone but they he like sucks out of the life essence of their dyad why did he do that to begin with what 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 he is that know. he didn't know he, he didn't could do know. that
1: No, he didn't know they were a dyad. He
0: didn't know they were a dyad, but like, is it specific to that dyad that provided him life? If he could just suck out life before, why didn't he do that before? Yes,
1: it was... My understanding is that it was the fact that it was a dyad, which is something that I wish that they had talked about more.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's been present since The Last Jedi, but they never really... You, you, it's kind of and a, then if Snoke fucking connected them and then Snoke was Palpatine the whole time yeah that's another thing I'm like wait that doesn't make any sense but alright fine <laughs> so Ben but the Emperor's revived he casts Ben down the crevice of Exegol she gets he, up she's he like sets up the title of the movie yeah I know he movie. sets up the title of the movie uh, <laughs> so but she, but Rey's like seeing the fleet being destroyed and the Star Shores being destroyed shout out to Richard Grant he was amazing in this so she asks the Jedi to come down and help her. The Jedi do, which I thought was a great scene. It's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. And then she whips out both lightsabers to while well, he's shooting lightning at her, and he kill she kills Palpatine. But apparently she's still alive, but she like dies. She yeah, she used all of
1: her life essence, force essence. And How? That was, and that was another weird thing about this movie. Like they made it seem like using the force. Drains you, drains you of your life essence. Yes, like she, she, (laughs) she uh, heals the uh, the serpent device snake. Yeah, the serpent, (laughs) the snake that was like (laughs) I'm guarding the (laughs) exit. Oh man! (laughs) Um, And then it drains her life force and makes her makes her hand hurt. Yeah, Uh, and then she heals Kylo and
0: drains her life force I don't know. It's fucking bizarre. It is bizarre. Uh which a lot of people were thrown off by the force healing. I wasn't that thrown off of it because we saw I saw it on a Thursday and I watched the Mandalorian episode right before and Baby Yoda does that. So I was like, oh okay. Yeah. Technically it's established.
1: Yeah, and I don't I I didn't have an issue with the force healing. Yeah, I, I don't have
0: really an issue I,
1: I had d- I had an issue with it being you give your life to do
0: it. Yeah. So Palpatine dies. Ray kind of dies, and then Ben climbs up, rising up as a skywalker does, <laughs> takes her in her arms, and I guess he transfers his life essence to her, and she's he's like, she's alive, and she's like, Ben, and they're in this very awkward, very romantic embrace. And I'm just watching the first time, I'm like, please don't do this. Cause like you see it, like they're like touching each other's faces and they're yeah, wrapped up and in the, each other's and, arms. And you're just like, What is this? What are they doing? And I'm like, please don't do this. Please don't do this. Cause I am a Ray Finn guy all day, every day. I've been since I've been since the Force Awakens. I think if you're gonna do a couple outside of Poe and Finn, Finn and Ray are the way to go. Never really liked Rose and and Finn. You know, I was I was worried like they were gonna do some bonker shit like Poe and Ray, which I would have been like, whoa, bro. But then they kiss, and I just went. I didn't scream. But I wanted to scream because I was like, ugh. (laughs) They fucking caved. They fucking did it. They did it. They fucking caved. They fucking read it, got to them. Somebody was like, yo, apparently a lot of people think these pretty white people should be together. It's like, why? Why would they be together? He's done nothing but terrorize her for two films. Why? Why does she love him? Anyway... Benjamin, what did you think about the kiss? Yes. We are running long, but I don't care. So, so he heals
1: her, right? Yeah. And she's just standing there, and it's like Ben. And I was like, oh, well, I don't really like this whole redemption arc, but you know, I bought into it. I didn't. I didn't. If you, you fucking start the movie off with him murdering a planet full of people,
0: yeah. But I really think, and we didn't talk about this, the Harrison Ford thing helped it for me. Like I really bought into it because of Harrison Ford. I did not.
1: I I didn't, and I love Harrison Ford, and yeah. he was great doing his Harrison Ford thing.
0: He probably but, made ten million dollars off of that like two minute cameo.
1: Um,
0: Props to him. Not hating the player, hating the game. Yes,
1: but I I didn't I didn't like I didn't like that scene. I didn't like that JJ was like, "Hey, you guys remember when I did this in my <laughs> movie four years ago? We're
0: gonna do it again." But I loved it because I felt the emotion of that scene. Like I allowed myself to feel the emotion of that scene. I was,
1: I was just mad. I was like, if if it had been something like if if it, if it hadn't if it hadn't been a retread, I would have yeah. like a remix. I'd have been okay with it. If but it
0: had been Leia instead of him,
1: yeah. Yeah. But you couldn't have that. Yeah, well, unfortunately. You could have. You could have. could have shot it from the back. <laughs> it could have been they very awkward. The whole fucking time anyway. <laughs> just reuse the
0: footage they reused earlier in the film. In <laughs> this scene again, he'd be like, what are you talking <laughs> about? It <laughs> would have been hilarious, but very, very awkward. But okay. I love that cameo. I, I was so surprised I did
1: not know that was coming. I didn't know it was coming either. But but then it happened, and then they redid the fucking his death scene.
0: But I really, I think what, calm, the, what did it for me... Is because I inferred that he was about to say, dad, and then you—, you I love her,
1: you. I know. No, I
0: was going to say—I thought he was going to say, I'm sorry. I really thought he was going to say that. So that's what I inferred. Morgan apparently thought he was going to say, I love you, as a callback to Empire Strikes Back. When, and then Harrison Ford or Han Solo says, I know. I thought that he was going to say, I'm sorry, which is what did it for me. Maybe I'm projecting too much onto that scene. Uh, so they kiss and it's awful because mm-hmm. this is my thing this is what I don't understand about this love aspect of it so Rey goes to Acho from The Last Jedi sees Force Ghost Luke Luke's like hey Rey, this is Leia's lightsaber she knew she didn't lo- she didn't throw it away she knew that she this would be called on again so she kept it she gave it to me apparently and I hid it on Acho, Octo or whatever the fuck the planet's called we got a shout out to the Porgs. So in the final battle with Palpatine, Ben Solo gets Anakin's lightsaber. Cool with that? Fine. He's he's embraced his good side, his light side. So he's a good guy again. And she gets Leia's lightsaber. And I that was a huge relief for me because I was like, oh, they have a sibling relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that tracks. I yeah. can I can work with that. They're uh-huh. not in love with each other because that's fucking stupid. They're siblings. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Brilliant. Brilliant. And then they kiss. Which apparently in Star Wars, I mean, I should have seen it coming. That's totally <laughs> cool, apparently. But I was just so disappointed by that. I was like, there's no reason they should kiss. Mm-hmm. There's no reason yeah. they should kiss at all. Like, I just I was just like, why? Why did you do this? I don't know which I hate more, this or we're about to talk about but this was happened first so it was the the thing that probably got my blood boiling first Mm -hmm. the second thing is probably more egregious but this was just like i thought that i'd i thought that they had tipped their hand with this sibling thing and they didn't
2: Mm
0: -hmm. and i was like why but i was happy though that he dies that ben solo dies because i was like i would have hated if they had kissed and she had brought him back to the the celebration and be like, check out Ben Solo, everybody! And everybody's like, what the fuck is he doing here? I'm glad they avoided that.
1: Yeah, but then you also have to, still, with him dying, you still have to imagine the conversation after the fact. When she's like, yeah, I was definitely in love with this dude.
0: Yeah, that's why That's why they maybe cut out the Finn thing. Like, maybe, he, maybe in a deleted scene or some scene that's on the cutting room floor here, he did tell her that he loved her. And she'd be like, oh, about that, um... Yeah, I, I, I kind of loved Ben Solo, and that would have been awkward. So maybe they did cut, they tend to do that. But they were like, "Oh, this kind of makes the scene, off, makes that love triangle awkward. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't even be a love triangle, anyway." And the other thing was, I had an issue was the fact that he becomes one with the Force because it is my understanding that so so far we've seen Obi Wan become one with the Force. We've seen. Uh, Yoda become one with the force we've seen Luke become one with the force I always thought it was implied that Vader's body disappears uh, when they're doing the bonfire and he becomes one with the force so that's why his ghost shows up at the end of Jedi and we are told at the end of Revenge of the Sith they couldn't get Liam Neeson to come back and do this scene for whatever reason probably for the better because he's miffed at George Lucas for like making Qui-Gon such a boring ass character uh but it is – Yoda tells Obi-Wan before they go on their exile, talk to – I'm not going to do the Yoda voice or the Yoda <laughs> pattern of speech here. But he basically tells, oh, yeah, qui got in touch with me and he's found out the way to live. He's found this, the key or the secret to it, immortality with the Force. So it is a technique that is learned. OK. So I understand where Obi-Wan learned how to do that. I understand where Yoda learned how to do that. I understand where Luke learned how to do that because apparently he's been in touch with Yoda or somebody on Octo before or however he learned how to do it. He's had plenty of time to figure it out. I assume that Anakin either figured it out as well or he was so powerful with the Force he eventually figured it out on his own. Okay. Leia, maybe she learned it from Luke. All right, cool. Where the fuck did Ben Solo learn how to do that? And I was totally expecting the last shot of this movie, which we're getting to, is Luke and Leia as Force ghosts. I was totally expecting... Ben solo showed show up mm-hmm. there too. So I had a problem with that. But again, um, it was brief. The kiss was brief. I'm not going to dwell on it. And it was the kiss. I rolled my eyes. Kept the show moving. One, one of the things I loved about the frantic pace of this is the fact that we didn't dwell on anything for too long.
1: It meant that you didn't get to, you didn't have to deal with all of the bad. Yeah,
0: I was just like, at least the bad shit wasn't <laughs> hanging around. So yeah, anything else to say about the kiss? Do you want to get to the the, the 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 fucking unsportsmanlike conduct at the 1 yard line there.
1: Yeah, let's just, let's just go to it
0: cuz we can talk about it more but yeah, let's. so I loved this film, Kiss aside. Chewy Thing Aside, C3PO Memory Aside. I was down with this. The Palpatine thing is like, okay. I love this film. I love it. I'm with it. We're good. And then the very last shot happens. The very last sequence or scene happens. So Ray they celebrate. There's this big hug between Ray, Finn, and Poe, which was cool. I would have preferred it as Ray and Finn. And that's when the moment where he's like, I love you. And she'd be like, You mean I'm force sensitive? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so she goes to Tatooine, which was nice. I was down with it. I was like, Okay, cool. I heard a rumor that that's how it ended. The Binary Sunset was how this film ended. I was like, Okay, I can live with that. Uh, so she goes there. She goes to Lalar's uh, farm. Is that the farm? They're moisture farmers, I guess. Yeah, the large ranch. She buries the two lightsabers, which I thought was good. I was like, okay, Leia never lived here. But all right, sure, why not? Um, (laughs) Anakin, this is technically Tatooine, I guess, is the ancestral home of the Skywalkers. Anyway, so Ray's chilling with BB-8 and an old lady comes out the fucking nowhere. Where the hell are you been? Are you squatting here, lady? What the fuck is that all about? And she asks her... I hadn't been anywhere here for a long time. What's your name? And she goes Ray. And that is where it should have ended right there. God damn it! I'm so angry about this. But it did give rise to one of the funniest tweets I've
1: been time. Look to that. Uh,
0: so Ray. So the old lady goes Ray who? And it's been sprinkled. They sprinkled it like throughout the entire movie when they're on Pasanda or Pasada, wherever the fuck it is. The little alien asked her on Pasada with the during the ritual. Uh, and she's like. Just Ray. Just Ray. And then the the lady follows up with Ray who. And then Ray looks... Oh, shit. It's Morgan. Oh, it's Morgan? Oh, shit. Yeah, come on in. We're we're recording. We're joined by... We just got a welcomed guest, Morgan Alonzo. We're talking about the Ray, Ray Star Wars. So, Ray... So the old lady goes and they spring a little on I don't
2: think you're doing that part justice. I would like to do the voice of that lady if I could.
0: Okay. We're going to we're bringing in a we're bringing in our closer, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
2: No one's been here <laughs> in over 50 years. What's your name, child? There you go.
0: <laughs> so Ray goes Ray and then the lady goes Ray who basically. Ray who. And she looks at the two ghosts of Luke and Leia, which I loved. And I would have been, dude, just wrap it up there. Wrap it up there. Why are you adding on top of it? And just she turns to the lower lady and goes, Ray Star Wars. <laughs> Ben's referred to a tweet I sent him, But she goes something even dumber. She goes "Race Skywalker. So I guess she's the rise of Skywalker. She's the last Skywalker now that Ben Solo is dead. And then that's it. I just think if you cut out... Cut out the old lady at all. Bury the lightsabers. Have a look in the binary sunset. See the ghost if you want to. Credit.
1: Yeah. It was weird because it, like, it was like they were trying to answer this question of like, y- your identity is important. Yeah. Because uh, they kind of sort of touch on that a little bit. Like, Leia has something when, when Ray leaves, Leia's like, you know, uh never be ashamed of who you are or some yeah. shit like that, she says to her. Um and so it was like it was like they were trying to answer this question about identity, which is bizarre because that's that was the conflict for Ray in The, the Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. Yeah. And then they answered it. And then they were like, you didn't answer it enough. <laughs> no,
0: right? Well we don't like that answer. So we're gonna change the answer. And we knew that was coming. We knew that was coming. I, we thought it was resolved with the Palpatine thing. And I was like, okay, I can live with that as long as she's not a fucking Skywalker. And motherfucker, they had their cake and ate it too. Motherfucker snuck it in at the last goddamn second. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said it's the unsportsmanlike, celebra- unsportsmanlike conduct penalty at the one yard line. I was like, motherfucker, you were right there. The finish line was right there. The end zone was right there. And you just had to fucking do something. God, fuck. Ben, I hate this so much about this film. And I love this film still. Uh I just think that it undermines Ray's entire journey.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: She's just Ray. She—that's the, that's the point of Ray. She's just Ray. And they fucking botched it, dude. They fucking botched it. Yeah. Morgan, do you have anything else to say about it?
2: Too. Someone made up a or, or had a, a fair point. So hopefully, if y'all know the answer to it, I don't sound like an idiot. But um, so why didn't Palpatine have mind reading? Or did he What do you mean? So, like, you know, he was able to be the, the tall no. weird baby looking man. Yeah, him. So <laughs> Andy Circus. <laughs> the Andy Circus. Um And he was able to, I guess, feel what Adam Driver Bay was or, or what he was feeling and crap and was like I, mm-hmm. I knew what was happening we already but,
0: talked about the kiss by the way
2: uh, we're not that doesn't exist okay. that's not canon that didn't happen it did not happen not it no, was Morgan actually Lonzo me image. I jumped into the film <laughs> and I said we need, ah. we need
0: Daisy Ridley stunt double kiss double here <laughs> Dude, Morgan I, was like ah, I'm present nc
2: 17 rating no okay y'all have to
0: answer to that whatever uh, <laughs> let's go to shoot the scene again less tongue Morgan <laughs> please don't tongue fuck the shit out of Adam Driver anyway. and Adam's
2: just like literally like
0: no 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 it's good it's cool we're done we're, we're, we're cool with it anyway, anyway anyway
2: and then okay so my other thing is someone said too I think you said this to me or maybe you did I can't remember yeah you did where they were like basically Star Wars is now like canon with drunk history because that's essentially what that movie was was just drunk history so that's my thoughts I didn't hate it but um it was a waste of Juilliard talent and, um, yeah,
0: okay, that's enough Adam driver talk anyway, <laughs> so it just it's this gigantic weight at the end of what I felt like a great movie that just knocked it down a peg, which was just unnecessary it's just unnecessary, and we had that complaint with solo, we had the complaint with the prequels, we had some of those complaints in Rogue One. It's just unnecessary, yeah, I don't know, I mean, and that's my
1: thing, like the force awakens that was in this sequel trilogy, the force awakens was the one that kind of set everything it like set the stage, yeah, and it did that well,
0: I think it set the tone
1: very well, and then the last Jedi was the one that like asked the questions, yeah and it and it when it resolved some of them, yeah uh, and then this final chapter should have just kind of. Closed all of the doors and, mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, like just like, in the windows, the yeah, close
0: all the cab, close all the cabinet doors. But, in-
1: <laughs> but instead, what it did was it re answered all of the questions that were already answered. It
0: decided to, like, take all the doors off the hinges and build new doors to close. It's like, no, it's like
1: it took the doors out of the house and then built a new house <laughs> and put those doors in them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it's pretty flagrant. Like I I said to you that like Ryan Johnson should feel slighted and disrespected. Like
1: Yeah, and I and I told you like the thing that this movie has done more than anything else for me is reaffirmed and deepened my appreciation for The Last Jedi.
0: So if you have anything to add about the Skywalker thing, the Ray Skywalker thing, the Ray Star Wars thing. Uh Do you have anything else to say about that, or are we going to wrap it up and talk about the the overall saga, Star uh, Skywalker saga? Uh, I think I've talked about everything I have to. Has this diminished the overall story for you, the overall franchise? Like, is it kind of tanked the sequel trilogy, or has it affected the entire saga? I
1: think it's a dissatisfying ending. To, I I I. I still have... I still love the movies. I, I love the series. Yeah. But I think that it is a dissatisfying ending to the trilogy and the series as a whole. Because it kind of... it. This movie undermines a lot. Yeah. It even undermines a lot of stuff in the original movies. Yeah. Which is, you know, a sin on par with the sins of the prequels.
0: Yeah. It's... I I love this film. I I will love it. I will defend it. I'll be an apologist for this film probably till my last day on this earth. Uh, but I will not apologize if you point out the stupidity of this film and like, yeah, that's egregious. Because I'll be like, yeah, that kiss was pretty egregious, and the Skywalker thing is pretty egregious. But everything short of that, I'm kind of I'm I'm rationalizing. I'm probably gonna go see it again with my mom because she likes seeing these films with me. Um, we'll probably go see it for this weekend or next week. But I can I can rationalize. My bias can take over and be like, no, actually, you can love it. I'm like, "All right, I love it. Uh, So I love this film. Really up until the point where, you know, it gets like, what, 85% of the way? 90% of the way? And that kiss comes in, and I'm like, fuck. And that Skywalker thing comes in, I'm like, fuck, you guys. God damn it. So... I don't think this has any effect on how I view the sequel trilogy that much. It would be very interesting to watch all three films back-to-back, which should be a fucking experience. Uh, but I loved it, and I thought – I still love it, and I still love it. I was worried that seeing it again, its flaws, would overwhelm my feelings, my affection for it. Um, but it didn't. I still love it. Uh, I'll be entrenched. I will fight for this film. That it's, I think it's great. It's fun. I, I was very entertained. And as a Star Wars film, that's all I really want. I want to see these films. I want to be entertained and I want to have fun and you know some things are problematic in this film for many reasons but I still love it and I really I'm glad it's over please take a fucking 10 year hiatus a decade hiatus before we roll out 10 11 12 maybe (laughs) never make 10 11 12 how about that idea but hopefully they move more towards streaming and smaller spinoff stories like Mandalorian Obi-Wan yeah I don't even get like where do we go after this like, I can't even get into... Like, I think Morgan asked me, where do you go after this? Like, well, I mean, they said that this... They
1: have said that this was the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. I know that there was... There was... I don't know. Is Ryan Johnson still making his trilogy? Uh, uh, by <clears> all appearances. Because I'm here for
0: it. That would be very
1: interesting. But I don't know what it's going to be. He's going
0: to pick up Broom Boy from the end of Last Jedi. Maybe. broomboys Broom Boy's or the, or
1: the Or one of the things that people have talked about is doing an Old Republic. Like doing I don't a, care. a trilogy in the old Republic.
0: We, stop going back, go forward. Morgan just agreed with me.
1: I mean, I'm with it, but I mean, I'm also here for old Republic stuff.
0: I don't care about the old Republic. But it's
1: I
2: but it, the next thing that's coming out is going to be step up closer to the The next thing that's coming out is going to be the porno between Lando and that chick at the end. <laughs>
0: It was grandfatherly, <laughs> all right? We decided. Ben said creepy uncle. I said grandfatherly. That
2: that was like a 25-second pause afterwards, too. They were like, pause. Audience has to understand. We're, we're
0: moving on from that. Um, <laughs> Sorry. No, it's good. So, I don't know where to go. I really hope they don't. Like, five years, hopefully. Ten years, maybe, hopefully. But, yeah, dude, just do side stuff. Star Wars needs to take a break. Star Wars needs... Star Wars... Well, it's never really stopped because there's always been extended universe shit there's always been games there's always been comics there's always been something they've always been exploring something so Star Wars really hasn't taken a break since what 83 maybe like I think 83 to like the 90s maybe like that 7 yearish window yeah before Phantom Menace yeah Yeah, and like so who knows but I really don't I'm satisfied problems but satisfied but I love it Still great to me. Still great. I'll watch it. I will watch this randomly. I wouldn't watch any of the prequels just off hand. But I would watch this film randomly like on a Tuesday. Be like, oh, I could watch Star Wars. Disney Plus. Click. So. All right, guys. I think that's going to do it for us. Thank you both for having me and talking about this. Ben, do you have any closing remarks? This movie is the worst movie to come out since Revenge of the Sith. God damn. Boom. Okay, so we're, okay, we could wrap up on that. They, we, we talked about rankings. I honestly think this is tied for third. This is
1: fourth from the bottom for me.
0: Yeah, this is tied for... I had Empire, A New Hope, Force Awakens. This is tied for Force Awakens for me. This one, I comes, like this more than The Last Jedi. This
1: one comes in between Revenge of, Revenge of the Sith and Solo for me.
0: Now, in time, I might come to appreciate The Last Jedi more. So this might drop to in between Last Jedi and The Force Awakens or behind The Last Jedi. But right now as the it stands, it's tied for Force Awakens third. I like it more than Jedi. I like it more than uh, Return of the Jedi and The Last Jedi. And I like it more than any of the anthology films or the prequels. So, But yeah. So this is going to do it for us, guys. Thank you for listening. We'll have a special decade in review. Ben's not on that episode, but Morgan is. It is. And that's going to do it for us, guys. Thanks for listening. I hope everyone has a Merry Christmas, has a Happy Holiday, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Life Day, considering we're talking about Star Wars. That's right. Dear Lucasfilm, please release the holiday special. (laughs) We need a good laugh right now. Um, But yeah, that's going to do it for us, guys. Thanks for listening. And yeah, the Force will be with us always. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks.